Hello, my friends, and thank you once again for tuning in to another bonus episode of the Put the Stress Down podcast. In this episode, we sit with our good friend Janelli, who has been a longtime supporter, longtime friend to the family, and will continue to be for many years to come. We have a good conversation on growing up emo, being emotional, but, you know, not necessarily using that as a weakness, but using that as a tool to get by and just being in touch with your feelings and the importance of that. And, you know, just overall seeing less hate in this world because it's, we're just in an oversaturated market right now when it comes to hate. So it's a good talk. It's a positive talk. If you're just looking for, you know, 45 an hour to just get away and hear something good, check it out. Enjoy it. We look forward to your feedback. We look forward to having more guests come on. Um, as we do these things, we are, taking precautions and we are making phone calls and because of that at times the audio may suffer and we apologize for that but we have to make sure we're respecting everyone's wishes and we're doing everything safe until we get out of the woods so thank you guys so much for tuning in and we will have that episode for you on the backside of this ad talk soon welcome to the show thank you for listening Taking it all the way back today with some OG Black Sabbath. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Put the Stress Down podcast. We have another fantastic episode for you tonight. We are proud and excited to have an incredible artist, an even better human being, and a wonderful friend and a supporter, a true OG of the extended family, supporting from day zero. Please welcome our good friend Janelli to the show. Hello. <laughs> as you may or may not know she's feeling a little bit of nerves right now but that's okay we're gonna get through it it's gonna be great it's gonna be perfect it's incredibly hot but we're gonna deal with that uh one note ahead of time i am recording inside this time because it is so hot so if you hear my son in the background screaming which is his favorite thing to do for no reason uh you're just gonna have to accept it so uh welcome to the show man it's been a long time coming you know like i said uh, i've told a couple of other guests you know there's people that I'm meeting as I go and, you know, new people I'm talking to and things like that. And that's great. But there's also a list of people I've had that before I started this project, I knew I wanted to get on here and you were definitely on that list. Thanks. Man. Thank you for having me. I've been, I've been waiting, you know, I've been hearing you uh, speak about this for a long time. And when I heard you were going to do it, I was just like, yes, hopefully one day he'll, he'll ask me to be on and see what I can uh, share. Yeah, yeah, of course. And, and again, that's the thing where like, it's so cool to meet new people, you know what I mean? And hear these stories and go, man, I would have never guessed, you know, by looking at you and things like that. But it's even better for me to have you guys on here, my friends, my close buddies that I know, but I can always get to know a little bit more, you know what I mean? So in that aspect, you know, I'm excited because we have so much in common, you know what I mean? Especially when it comes to the emo community, you know what I mean? We're a couple of sad babies. We're always going to be sad babies. So tell me a little little bit about that like when did you start to discover that like hey uh, uh, you know I'm not a tough guy I'm not a chola I'm uh, starting to lean towards this stuff a little bit um I would have to say probably when I was about in seventh grade I think that's when the scene was coming out maybe like what uh 2003 2004 yeah, that, yeah um you know all the best stuff was there time. you know yeah, yeah, yeah. 
you know what I mean? Like I, uh, though, you know, growing up in Southgate, you know, you kind of have your little, your, uh, you know, your little, I want to say your little cholillos and cholillas, you know, and yes, maybe I, in a sense, kind of, you know, like I always, grew, I did always grow up with hip hop though. Ironically, that was the first thing that I kind of grew up with, but you know, seventh grade, you start to really try to figure out, I guess, in that sense, yeah. early, like where you fit in or where you don't fit in, or you just start to feel or not feel part of society, I guess. And that's when I, I discovered emo through my cousins. My cousins are really heavy into music. Um, so, you know, like AFI, even though, you know, like the old old school stuff would always show me like videos like music videos and I just love I think that the music videos in a sense were like its own art form and it just related so much to the music like I used to love just watching just sit there and watch music videos for hours you know because I feel like it just connected me with with the lyrics and with what they were speaking about and uh, yeah it was a big scene you know like at that time all those all those uh, amazing bands that I still listen to on replay today. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, me too. No? I'm still banging the same shit from, <laughs> from 99 to 04, you know what I mean? It's just never going to yeah. stop. You it's know? never going to stop. So, uh, you know, I found, like, meeting people like you and other people, you know, that are that are down with the scene, like, they're some of the best people, you know what I mean? Because they just get it. Like they're open emotionally, they're raw, they're always lonely and sad for no reason, you know what I mean? But it's like, <laughs> it's, like it's dope to know, like, hey, there's other people like that you know so what have you found like amongst that community have you found that same kind of like acceptance among all of them yeah i think that at that time um you know was a it was you know uh, through your teenagers you, you start to like i said uh try to figure out who you are you start to not feel fit in and honestly at that time you know going through the emotions of being an angst teenager, like I never understood like where I fit in, but I know that I fit in the scene. And with that, I felt that I connected with a lot of scene kids, you know, like uh, just <laughs> everything sucks and, you <laughs> yeah, know, your life yeah. sucks, yeah, you know, yeah, fuck, yeah. fuck the government, you know, all that stuff. So um, I think what I got through them is just like a sense of community, even though in the weird phase, like you don't feel like you fit in anywhere, you don't fit in with, you know, society you fit in with a bunch of little like you know sad people you know and you can just talk about weird shit you know I think that's what I, I like you just talk about like you know aliens or or uh, haircuts you know or the, the dyes and I think at that time too like tattooing and piercing I think that's what it all started too at that time because you know all the scene kids have that infamous lip ring. I know I got mine. Oh, come I on, think yeah. I was like six, 15, 16. I got my first lip <laughs> ring, you know, and then, you know, just kind of all, it was just all like, honestly, I through all that community at that time is like developed to the person I still am. I still am a super sad emo kid to this day, you know, oh, and yeah. like you said, kind of for no reason, it will be sitting it's a great <laughs> day and you just get that little like whiff of like sadness. You're like, Oh shit. Like, don't like, it kind of helps you, um, remind yourself like hey you're still that little emo kid even though you don't want to be you know but it's always there it's always that little lingering like just sad kid inside you yeah yeah for sure mine is alive and strong you know what i mean and when i get in (laughs) in that sad moment all i want to do is play some sad songs and get sadder you know what i mean because it just (laughs) feels good for me you know what i mean as much if you're an emo right now and you're listening you're like damn this should make sense if you're not you're like what the fuck but yeah like what you weirdo (laughs) it's Sometimes it's like, for me, I think that people never understood and people, I think, didn't understand the concept of emo. It's like, 
in a weird way, yes, it's to like feel sad, but it, it was like feeling sad was like a sense of like, it gave me happiness, you know, like, cause I guess it made me feel something right in that weird way. Like if I couldn't feel happiness, so like you, you know, I think, <laughs> I don't know, I don't want to say like rainbows and butterflies, but if I couldn't feel it through that, I would feel it through the emotions of somebody's pain but like you related to them you know and even though there was right. somebody else's lyrics or somebody else's words you're like oh shit like I connect to that so much like I don't know this person but you know it, you just you just connect and I think well I mean last year and the year before that before you know we were the pandemic hit I would go to emo night and it was fucking oh just yeah I never, I never got to make it out before oh, they got shut down uh, and I'm kicking myself in the ass every day because I it, know it's super tight. You don't have to tell me. Oh, dude, it's the greatest thing. I just have a, like, I would just, I'm, not, I'm like, kind of like, uh, I'm a little bit of a, like, uh, I get like social anxiety, but they're just a, a room full of just people who just would go just sing and like, they're everybody's friends. Like I made so many people I didn't even know that and I made friends who were like, hugging and singing and like just screaming at the top of our lungs yeah. to like some of the best oh, emotion. Yeah. It's just a crazy, like, you know what I said? Like a sense of, uh, a little like mystic group, you know, but like everybody connected and like would sing the, the, to the, the, the top of their lungs, you know, like just, just connected. And it was hell, the greatest thing. Hell yeah. Because I yeah. think you go back and you know, it, no matter who you walk up to in that room, oh, I this song was when I was with this girl, or this song got me through this shit when I was going through this with, you know, my brother passed away, or this song got through this, uh, this is how I met this fool, you know what I mean? And everyone has those emotional ties to that song, and so having that same, you know, love and appreciation for those things and those words that, you know, things that we felt but we could never say ourselves, I mean, there's just no better feeling, you know. So just back it up a little bit. And you said you grew up in Southgate, represent, because that's my hometown. So uh, <laughs> what, what was that like for you? Were you, uh, did you have like a, a full family? Were you an only child? Um, no, we're a full family. I am blessed to have uh, both of my parents. Uh, I have a brother and, and two sisters, so it's a total of six of us. And um, growing up here, you know, it's not... I, it's definitely changed. I will say that. Like from, I've lived here my entire life. I mean, I was born in Mexico, but um, uh, my parents uh, were already living here. I was born on vacation. It's a whole weird story, but I was born on vacation. But I've lived here my entire life. They they're already living here, and I've lived here my entire life. Like I said, and it's been uh, it's changed. But you know, it's not. The, I wouldn't say it's the fanciest neighborhood. I guess. You right. Know? Yeah. And um, it's. I would say it's weird, but I would say I, maybe everybody would think that of, of their neighborhood growing up. You know, definitely at that time, it was really heavily gang influenced. Yeah, like, oh yeah, Major. Very heavy. Very heavy. Even on my block, um, it was, um, they used to be right in the corner right here. Just a bunch of, they would protect our block, you know, like to say, like, I wasn't really scared of them. I was always fascinated with them because it, it, you know, they, they had their lowriders. Actually, had a neighbor right here, and he would let me cruise in his Cadillac with them all the time growing up. It was the coolest thing. Like, I love the culture. You know. Yeah. Uh, that's where it just it blossomed into like what I still love and appreciate now. But it was definitely a scarier time back then. You couldn't you couldn't walk around at night, and you couldn't even wear Cortezes, you know, without it being more gang affiliated at that time. Yeah. You know, that's so. 
Yeah, but I mean, other than that, thankfully, we never really had any like bad incidents. You know, you would always hear people like sadly like get beat up on the way from school or to school, mugged. Thankfully, no, none of us have ever experienced that, but it was definitely scarier back then. Now it's just, you know, I think everybody's just more chill. I don't really see that around. I mean, a little bit here and there, but, you know, you kind of keep away from that, kind of leave you alone, you leave them alone kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it's advanced, you know what I mean, a lot. But I, I remember those days because I was, you know, a few years ahead of you and it when it was even worse, you know, and, and it was friends would get beat up. And you know what I mean? You get you get rolled up on on on, a, on the block by your own friend that don't recognize you. And then he's like, oh, shit, my bad. You know what I mean? But yeah. that's mm-hmm. just what it was. You know what I mean? That that made us who we were. And again, there's people listening to this that are, will understand completely and there's people that are going what the hell that's terrifying you know what i mean but that's just what it was you know what i mean so when it came to things like you know dealing with like racism and equality and things like that i mean obviously once i discovered emo and then that led to punk rock like those are two of the biggest things that are taught in that community is hey respect all you know fuck racism kill all that shit so that paired with my dad being so awesome and teaching us to love everybody regardless you know i was set up so I didn't have to deal with, you know, a lot of that in a negative way. So what was that like for you? Was it something that your family talked about or did you just kind of develop your own, you know, your own beliefs and ideas as you went along? Um, well, even though my parents, like, I, uh, though I had both of them, I would never really see them only on the weekends because they were always so busy working. Yeah. I was only mostly with, like, babysitters, but when they would spend the time with us, they, especially my dad, he was very... He's a very loving guy, and he would teach us, like, just be cool with everybody, you know? Like, there's no need for hate. There's no need for issues. You should just be able to awesome. get along with everybody, you know? And my dad, he was, he was like, he's the one, actually, I think, that showed me how to... He was very... He's a very emotional guy. Like, he's free to express. Like, he's a very loving father. So, you know, having him teach me just to be, you know, a loving person, it just helped me, you know? Like, definitely having that... Is, uh, uh, a great thing to have as a parent, you know, a supportive, supportive parents, but more specifically, just showing you how to love, you know, love your community, love the people around you, help people, you know, don't be, don't be so selfish, like help out and uh, any way you can. And, you know, um, my dad helps everybody, everybody in the neighborhood knows him and like loves him and always ask him for help because he's just always that go-to guy, you know, spread the love, spread love and positivity. And that's what he tries and that's what he's instilled on me, you know, growing oh, yeah. up oh, yeah. on all of us. Yeah, he definitely did a good job, you know what I mean? Because from, <laughs> from the moment we've met, you know what I mean, way back to whoever remembers when, it's been all love, you know what I mean? It, it, I knew at the moment I saw you before I even saw you because, we, you know, we were connected in the famous circle when everybody was down yes. for famous, you know what I mean? Like yes. There was yeah. always like a degree of separation between us, but then finally – as the world is as small as it is, we ended up, at, you know, working at the same place. And from then on, it's just been all systems go, you know what I mean? And I think you know that. And so that's good to hear, you know, cause my dad, uh, you know, he was very loving too. You know, he was, he, 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 I give him that credit. And I thank him for that because I needed it desperately, you know, but for a lot of Hispanic men, it's, it, it's not that way. You know, it's, it's, uh, you know, looked at as like, Oh, that's girly stuff. Or, you know, you have to be tough all the time. You know what I mean? So it sounds like, you know, for you guys, it, it was a lot different. Yeah, he's a very, very affectionate, very affectionate man until this day. Like he, I mean, it sounds, it might be sound odd to some people, but he's so like, he loves to be so involved and 
he actually was the one to tell me and my sisters about um, uh, how women get their periods. Yeah. I know it sounds so All weird right, to get it from him. All right, pops, I see you. I see you. Respect. I mean, you would. I mean, it's like kind of like what the hell? But he was so like you know. Uh, by then, by the time he told us anyway, we already knew. But the point is that he was like open enough to try to talk to us and communicate with us that, you know, he just wanted the best for, he wants the best for his kids and he just wants the best, you know, he was, he's like, ever, he always says like, I'm not embarrassed to show my feelings. And I know that it's, you know, in our community, in the Hispanic community, it's not very, you know, manly, should I say, to talk about things like this or, to cry or to, you know, hug or kiss your kids or, you know, and he, he was always like, fuck that bullshit. Like you guys are my number one and I'll do anything for you guys. And I want to show you how to love and how to respect people. And that's the number one thing he always taught us. Most of all is like how to respect other people, you know, yeah. just try to be cool with everybody. Just try to you know, spread love. And he never wanted drama. And that's the cool thing. Cause like I, I don't want it either. It comes to you sometimes, but like he always says, like you just try to push above that and just push, push through, you know? Yeah. Hell yeah. And I, and I love that man, because my pops was the same way. And it was, I remember being little and everywhere we went, this fool knew somebody. I'm like, Oh my God, yeah. how, how do you know all of these people? I don't understand. <laughs> but I, every time they saw him, it was smiles. You know what I mean? It was love. It was hugs. It was all oh shit. You know, like, if if he knew somebody that worked at Sizzler, they'd be like, "Oh, come to the back, come to the kitchen, like VIP status." And you're just like, "What the fuck just happened?" Like I just I just thought we were coming for some scrimps, you know what I mean? I didn't know we were doing all this, but you know, I, I always remembered that, and, and I applied that to my own life, and, and I knew, like, hey, I want to be a guy when I walk in the room, people smile, you know what I mean? People feel good. I, I don't want to walk into a room and see people go, "Ugh." You know what I mean? Are, are people, you know, they're talking about you and then they stop when you walk in. Like, I don't want to be that because I'm too emo for that shit. I can't handle that shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> so yeah. I, I've learned to be, you know, just open with people and loving to people. And, you know, I, I spent a, a long time being mean to people and, and being bad to people because I thought that's how life was supposed to be handled. You know what I mean? And, and I found out on the back end that I, I, I was wildly incorrect about that. You know what I mean? So how has it been for you just, you know, as you've come along and you're, and you're growing and, and, you know, getting more experience, you know, as you deal with your emotions, are you finding yourself, you know, you've got more of a grip on it or is it still just a soup sandwich sometimes? Um, well, relating to you, I, I would say though, yes, even though my dad taught me how to, you know, how to be a better person and stuff, you know, you get lost with, a little bit growing up when you're trying to, you know, your teenage years, shit right. happens, you get into the wrong crowd or whatnot and you become an angry person. I was a very, very angry person. Like you mentioned. Yeah. Um, I strayed away a little bit, you know, even just to say a relationship with my dad because me and him were like best friends, you know, and you, you go through your weird teenage years, your mid twenties, but trying to figure out who you are, you party too much. And, um, I got lost a little bit, you know, for a few years, should I say. But um, I would definitely say that through a lot of things, through meeting, through cutting negative people out of my life and right. implementing more, you know, people with good intentions. And, uh, you know, through a lot of just trying to, you know, a lot of self-development, trying to grow, trying to develop self-love because one of the things that I feel like I never really focused on and within these last few years, I feel like I've had a, I've, 
even just these last two years, I would say that um, I've learned a lot. I'm still, you know, I still have my little emotional days. I'm still, you know, I'm not perfect, you know, but I'm yeah. definitely a way better, I'm in a way better position than I feel like I even just was maybe like three years ago. And I was just due to just giving up things that no longer serve me, uh, practice, having certain practices, you know, like uh, more into spirituality, meditation is like key, you know, doing a lot of stuff that include into, you know, spirituality and uh, therapy. I know that's the thing that, you know, uh, maybe a lot of people find, you know, taboo, I guess, but I, right, I want to therapy so, a few which times. Which is so weird, man. Like, it's so weird that people still think about that negatively. Yeah, it, but it's had such a positive impact personally for myself, you know, and I think any, everybody could benefit from, you know, a therapy experience, but it's that thing where it's like, you have to be willing to want to make that change. You know, like nobody can force you to go to therapy. If you're not willing to put in the time and the work and, you know, explain what hurts you or even just, I think people are afraid sometimes to go back to things that hurt them. Cause you know, you just want to shelter that shit and you're like, Oh, you know, like, Oh, it happened a long time ago. Like, fuck it. Yeah. But you leave it, you, you know, like shit like that always resurfaces though it comes back to you because it's like something you never healed before. So it's like, I think people sometimes, I don't want to say are afraid of healing, but sometimes it's scary, man, to go within like your shadow self and all, you know, all the stuff you don't ever want. You want to push back there and to bring them back to light. You never want to, but honestly, I think that's the only thing that's going to make you grow, at least personally for myself. From personal experience, I would say that it's worked for me to kind of go back and like, you know, my demons that I never thought I wanted to revisit, but you kind of have to. Yeah. And I, and I would echo that 100%, you know what I mean? And it's, and it's the same theory as, you know, when you first go to the swimming pool, you know what I mean? You dip your toe in and you're like, fuck this, this shit is cold. I ain't trying to get in that shit. But then when you jump in, you know, when you finally bite that bullet and you jump in, you're like, oh my God, like, this is amazing. Like, why didn't I do that? Why did I wait so long to jump into this? Because this is amazing. And, you know, once, once you open that up, you know, the floodgates are open and you can begin to heal. But I, I believe you're correct. You know, people are, are very afraid of the unknown. Right. And, uh, I mean, I would say I'm still like, it's okay that things to be afraid, but it's like, it's not okay to live in that too right. long. You know, like mm-hmm. you should see what you're afraid of and be like, fuck it. Okay. Well, I'm going to make this change or I got to tackle it this way or you know, if not, you just kind of stay, you know, like in the fence zone. It's just kind of like, why stay there? Why do you want to stay stagnant and energy that you know that doesn't, no longer, you know, serve you a purpose? You know, it's like, do you want to grow or do you want to stay? And it's hard. It's, it's a really hard thing. Like self-development is a really, really hard thing, yes, you know? And it's yes. like, sometimes you're like, why didn't I do it sooner? But it's like, it all comes with the time, you know? Like I'm kind of, I, I feel like, uh, it just hits you when I think you're ready for it, I guess, or when it's kind of intended to, but you just have to put in that work and it's definitely not an easy road. That's for sure. Yeah. 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 And I'm always very careful when I speak to people, you know, I don't want to say this is what you need to do. You have to do it. You know what I mean? But you know, I want people to know, like if you don't work, if, if you, like you're saying, if you just keep holding on to this, there's no benefit. There's no benefit to you. You're doing nothing to yourself but harming yourself by holding on to this, you know what I mean? You have to find a way to let go, you know, and you have to find a way to deal. And of course, therapy is amazing, you know what I mean? And, and I think for a lot of us, you included, um, art is also an incredible, you know, creative outlet. So 
if, for those of you that are listening and haven't seen her art, I encourage you to check out her feed. We'll, we'll plug your Instagram at the end. And uh, it's amazing. You, your art is just, I mean, you can, you know, I see so much more when I look at your art. I don't see, you know, just a picture of an eyeball. I see years and years of practice and dedication and, and and i see you pouring yourself out onto that canvas that's what i see when i look at it and i think a lot of other people see that too so what inspired you to pick up the pen what what you know was it just random one day Did, were you inspired by somebody or you know what what inspired that and, and what is that you know what does that do for you as far as you know dealing with a lot of your internal stuff um so uh, thank you for that, by the way. It's very kind of you. Yeah, just um, facts. Those are I just facts. I appreciate it. <laughs> thank you, man. You got me on the eyeball thing because you know that's my shit, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I think every eyeball always has, like, a different a feel, and I express my emotions through just sometimes a fucking eyeball, you know what I mean? Like, I get that all the time. Like, well, you could see that you really buried an emotion in there or let go of an emotion through there, should I say. But art has always been in my... In my family, I would say, honestly, the person who kind of picked me up is my dad. Like, since we were kids, he's just a very creative person. He's always pushed that on us, like creativity. He never was one to be like, oh, you know, let that shit go or, you know, that shit's for kids, you know, growing up. He was always like, <laughs> still to this day, he'll, um, he'll, be, he'll be showing my, my artwork to everybody. Anybody who gets a chance to, if he ever brings up anything, he'll be, you know, he has his photos, he'll put it on his phone and he'll brag about my stuff and you know, he's always just been a giant support and I picked it up. I've always been like, you know, into it, but I think where I started to really like it was probably around when I was like an eighth or ninth grader. Okay. Um, I was really into it, but <laughs> to say, uh, I used to go to Southgate high school for yeah, uh, ninth yeah, grade. Go and Rams. I, <laughs> go Rams, but actually go Jaguars. Cause I graduated from Southeast. They, they had fit the schools. <laughs> I had to say that. I had to say that. <laughs> but, um, so, um, I had a teacher there and, um, he was a fucking dick. Like, fuck that guy. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm hell yeah. I'm all positivity, but no, fuck that guy. Hey, he dicks are dicks, asshole. man. Tell to say that shit. <laughs> He's a fucking dick. And he just, like, would shit on all my drawings. I wouldn't say I was the best, but it wasn't even the fact of that. He was just, like. You know, teachers are with their, like, I've met some inspiring teachers. And Hell this yeah. guy was just the opposite. He was just like, oh, your shit sucks. Always just write out my shit with, like, a red marker. Like, oh, this sucks. and This wow. sucks. And just not even give me a chance. Like, at least tell me where I went wrong. You know, just yeah. don't tell me that it sucks. Like, Sounds give me some shit. Sounds and like a dick. He, just, he was a fucking dick. Like, if you ask anybody, I've had a few people, even till this day, will still talk about it. Like, do you remember that fucking asshole that would just write on our fucking <laughs> papers? It was like, yeah, fuck that guy. But... Anyway, um, I was very actually discouraged. It was weird. I had him for first period. And for sixth period, I had actually had another art teacher. But she was a complete opposite. She was an angel. Like, she was just like, oh, you know, inspiring, you know, like what I think yeah. an art a good teacher should be, you know, a good teacher. And just, oh, you know, like, just keep pushing, guys. Like, you know, just keep drawing. You'll get better and what and whatnot. But I kind of really let that guy affect affect me. So I dropped art for a few years. Wow. I didn't get I didn't get back into like drawing or anything like that. Maybe until I was like twenty, maybe like almost at the end of my um, my junior college year, I met another teacher, Mister Hagopnadiri, fucking dope, rad skater. He's a fucking he's an OG. Sick ass. He, that's, a good teacher. <laughs> that's a that's a dope teacher. He's the one that pushed me and encouraged me. And I was already gonna transfer with like I was doing business. I don't know why, but I was doing business. 
I was getting, trying to get uh, going to business, and I took one of his classes, and I never went back. So I was like, fuck that. I want to be a fucking artist. You know, so from there, I just pushed on to graduating um, from Long Beach uh, with an, a degree in illustration, a bachelor's degree. Right on. Where, at LBCC uh, or where? Mm-hmm. No, uh, uh, Kelsey Long Beach. Kelsey Long Beach, nice. Yeah, I, did, yeah. I, I, I went to LBCC. That's what I was asking because... I love that. I love yeah, that. School, yeah, I went there rabbit. for a little while, but yeah, yeah right on no, Cal State Long Beach. A, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, so I just, from there, I just you know I've had some inspiring teachers there too, and they really push for it. And uh, it's just ever since then, I just it's just grown. I just kind of drawing and painting has really got me through a lot of things in my life. And honestly, if I don't think I would be where I am right now. Like, obviously, I love growing with each piece, and I still don't feel like I am. Of course, I'm always, you know, artist, always the toughest critic. But yeah. oh man, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't feel like I am where I feel like I should be with art, but definitely, I know that um, I've had to give up a lot of bad habits to really focus and concentrate and you know, be to the level where I am today, I, um, art has gotten me through a lot of shit, like a lot of shit. Yeah. It's, it's like, it's like, it's like my blanket, you know, like I'm feeling sad. Sometimes I'll be a little too sad, too little emo <laughs> yeah, that yeah, I, yeah. I won't, I won't be. <laughs> it's about balance. People. I won't be, it's about balance. It, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I won't be able to create or anything, but sometimes, you know, if I'm sad, I'll pick up and sometimes I'll surprise how much of my emotion goes into that painting or sometimes I'll be in a good ass mood and I'll, you know, it goes into the painting or the artwork or whatever it might be. But, um, it definitely has, you know, I feel like I personally had some issues with like alcohol. Um, I've been sober for a year and seven months. That's awesome. Congrats. Thank you. Um, I feel like I needed to give that up due, you know, to focus, to get serious because I feel like, Aside from a lot of issues I was having, I felt like it was holding me back. You know, I prefer to go out and drink or than to really focus on art or, you know, it's it kind of, you know, I honestly, I don't, people didn't really know that I had a, uh, to say a problem. Like I would honestly spend a lot of nights just getting drunk here by myself, you know, and nobody yeah. knew. And I would be doing that instead of like, you know, uh, creating and I feel like I kind of hate to say it but I feel like I wasted a lot of time and um, up until I, I got an apprenticeship about a year and a half ago tattooing I was like you know what I cannot let there's something I've always wanted to do and I was like you know what I cannot let this fuck it up for me because alcohol fucked up a lot of things for me a lot of friendships a lot of stuff you know and yeah. I was like you know what I can't let it I can't let it ruin the one thing that I have the opportunity to do and um, I mean thankfully through quitting I you know, I had an opportunity to jump into the next level of art for me, which is tattooing. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, and th- and that's uh, uh, let's talk about that because I'm excited because I I have two pieces from you so far, and I believe me, I plan on just you know what I mean. Fuck me up, fool. Give me all that shit. You know what I mean. I plan on many more, and they're you know. What Give mean? me I, an ass cheek. You know, yeah, yeah, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, you know, let's talk about that because that that's kind of like one of those things where it's it's. Uh, like a two-way therapeutic type of deal. You know what I mean? Like it's good for the tattooer and it's good for the tattooee. Like we both get something out of it. You know what I mean? I, I know that for sure. So talk about that a little bit. How'd you get into that? And, and you know, how's that been for you? 
Um, so I had the opportunity to a uh, friend um, here at a local shop. So um, it started from there, and um, I recently moved to uh, Illusions Inc. House in Fullerton. Nice. Um, so that's where I've been now, but due to the whole COVID, it's been a little weird because right when I, let's say, transferred over like a month, like less than a month, COVID hit like the first time, you know, they shut everything down, but that is, that's my current home and I love the people there and the, 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 the tattoos I've gotten to do, like, I just, I just love the connection with people. Like yeah. you, you, I've learned you learn through the people you're speaking to, you know, like I'll have a good old time. It's just always good times, good connection, good um, exchange of energy. You know, like it's always laughs, uh, conversations. You find out, I found out more through my friends in that therapeutic way than, um, you know, I call it, we call it tattoo therapy. Yeah. You know, like it's, 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 it's good for the both of us. And I always love that. I always come out, you know, just with a better sense of, who the person is and even just for myself. Yeah. And, um, and it's, it's cool it's because, a, you know, you get to know the person a little better at the same time. You're getting better every tattoo. You know what I mean? Thank you. Yeah. It's, it's just like a learning experience through and through like, even just how to talk to people sometimes, you know, like sometimes I'll get into it. You get into your zone and, and whatnot, but you know, even just like when we were tattooed, we were just fucking watching what the Simpsons. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> the last time yeah. we were just watching the Simpsons, we were just laughing. It was just like, just just a good fucking time. And I'd rather be having those good times like sharing with people than you know the times I used to have with people. Is a lot of people that I thought were my friends, you know, than getting drunk and regretting whatever you know, like the next day when you're dying fucking hangover. You know, like it's just it's just a way better thing for me personally and I'd rather just focus a lot of my energy and time and uh, into like touching people and just artwork you know I think this benefits it benefits me very much nice and so what so what's it been like for you like i know for me i'm definitely a person of routine you know what i mean and obviously we go to work and there's a lot of good ass people there you know and i'm used to getting up getting in the car getting coffee you know saying good morning to everybody all that you know my normal routine and so now with with the covid thing going on like boom that gets taken away and then like whoa you finally you know hey you're in a, a, a shop and you're tattooing and then boom that gets hammered too you know w what's it been like for you mentally you know dealing with that and knowing like that there's really not a, a light in sight yet and even when we do get back it, it's going to be a lot different you know so what's that been like for you just to deal with mentally um like you i'm a i'm a very i'm a person of routine too you know so for me what was included in my routine and I need to have it. And I still do when I try to upkeep is working out. So for me, that's working out and art has been like the only things that have kind of been getting me through this, um, this fulfillment uh, of what the society is going through right now. You yeah. know, like, like you, I used to love going to work in the morning. I would show up early. I would see you all the time in the parking lot. Remember we'd like <laughs> yeah. pull up at the same time. Yeah. So, you know, and it was just, it's just weird. Like kind of going from like, seeing people every day to kind of not seeing them every day. Yeah. You know, your routine is just, just thrown off. And me, I needed, needed that function. But uh, now, even though it's a little weird, I still do work out. Um, I, I love boxing. You know, I get a lot of that anger out that way. And I, I've still been going. Um, we do this classes outside. Everybody's six feet apart. We wear our masks. So we try our best to, like, keep, you know, you know, the safest. Yeah. But um, that and art, like, I'll just right after work. I just try to 
do something. Either I'm working on something digitally or just uh, working on painting of some sort. I always try to pick up, lately I've been trying to just pick up different mediums, stuff I, you know, going back on things or trying to learn things. And I think that's what keeps me interested. But the downfall a little bit is, yeah, that I I do miss going to the shops every day because Monito, shout out to Monito if he's listening to this eventually, but he's just a great person. Like, he's like, He's like one of my mentors, you know, I just, I just, I miss that community as I did at, at work, you know, like I miss yeah. seeing you in the hall, <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, because I'm always mobbing because I work fucking hard. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what I mean? Like, I, I miss that. I miss, I miss that. And I, I, it just has put like, it's just, it just sucks, you know, like not having to, to, um, to see my shop family every day. You know, like how I used to, or even just getting to tattoo as often, but I'm trying to see that as a positive right now. I'm just trying to keep, keep busy. Just, I'm like, you know what, if I can't tattoo, then it doesn't mean I could be sucking. Like I'm just drawing and painting and I'm just trying to improve and get better. So whenever we are allowed, so, you know, to get back in or, you know, try to continue, even though I don't think there's going to be anything ever, you know, a normal life, should I say, maybe later and within months, but everything's going to change, you know? Yeah, yeah, so. for sure. Because it's been, you know, it's been hard, fool. You know what I mean? I can't lie. Like, you know me. I'm a man of the people. You know what I'm saying? I like to yeah. see everybody. I just, that's how I, you know what I mean? That's how I roll. I just, I feed off of people's energy and I like to talk to people. I know how they're doing and, hey, how are your kids doing? The whole nine. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. been a challenge in that aspect, you know, and, and I got to be honest. I, there's some days where, like, it takes all my strength to just get through the day you know what i mean to just say look this is what it is right now you know what i mean i can't i can't stop to think about the reality of how fucked up things are you know what i mean because then i'll go crazy so i have to you know just be as strong as i can for myself for my family but again you know like you said earlier i don't always win some days i I fall you know what i mean i stumble i take the time that i need to heal you know what i mean but the one thing that I'm never going to do is that I'm never going to quit, you know, and, and aside from COVID, aside from the police beating everybody up, all of that stuff, oh, like, all uh, forget all of that. We all have our own stuff going on. You know what I mean? Stuff that people don't know, stuff that would give people nightmares, stuff that, you know, people just have no idea about. So how have you, how has your mental health been as, as you know, we started in March till now, you know, have you seen that, that outside stuff has affected that more or are you able to kind of separate the two? Well, um, as I was mentioning earlier, I think, um, you know, within especially the last few years since through therapy and personal growth, I'm really glad that I was able to, you know, I'm not going to lie. I, I went through very, through my early 20s, you know, I've had those suicidal thoughts. I've, you know, been in a dark place many, many times growing up. And, um, you know, I had to stop and think to myself the other day, like, fuck, like, I'm really fucking glad that I have a support system I do. You know, I have an amazing partner that helps me do when I start to get a little too emo. I have friends. I have, you know, like, you know, I love talking to you. We just shoot the shit and we just try to help motivate each other. Like, it's great to have that sense of, like, in a weird way. Like, you know, growing up, you don't feel like you belong anywhere, but, you know, you, you eventually do grow out of, like, that mentality a little bit, and you start to find positive people, you know? Like, I, I love the friends I have now that help me get out of that dark place. I don't get I don't, I don't don't get to where I used to anymore, which I'm so fucking thankful, you know? Like, again, like you said, you have your days, but 
nothing that nothing serious as I used to now it's just like if I have a bad day I just try to like meditate a little longer I try to step back and think like okay what's really the issue what's really bothering you you know is it this is it that is it are you just making up a bunch of shit you know sometimes I have to I have to step back from social media a bit sometimes it's just too much you know like it's not even the fact that it's like I see that these things need to be seen and I know these things happen you know but sometimes just way too much it's just like fuck like all my energy on that I'm like no, I'm all right. I'll, I'll try to limit what I see. You know, I just go on sometimes talk to friends or whatever, but I try to limit my uh, consumption of that and news too, because you know, the news is just fucking trying to scare the shit out of you. And it's just, it's just a lot. Um, but it's the mental health has definitely been, it's, it's a roller coaster, yeah. but nothing as severe as it used to be. So I'm really stuck to myself. Like I said, that's why I have to just keep, the routine and I have to keep working out because honestly now that I've been back in boxing and um, it's just, it's helped me a lot. It's helped my, um, my emotions way better. Yeah. It's awesome. I love it, man. And I miss the old days at hybrid. You know what I mean? When we first started, when they first opened those bitches up because you know what I mean? It was harder than I'm going to be honest. It was a lot harder. And just, you know, that feeling of, of being on the back end of a workout and you're just covered in sweat and it was hot and miserable. And the whole time you're just thinking, this is some bullshit. I don't want to do this shit. But then when you get to the end, it's like, fuck yeah, man. You know, not only did I do it, not only did I push through the pain, but nobody could ever take it away from me. You know what I mean? Like I earned that. I earned every drop of that fucking sweat. And, you know, those things help the exercising, the, you know, creating. And like you said, the things that don't help is, you know, sometimes it's the social media, it's the news, you know, and I've been in the past couple episodes, you know, having that same talk with people that, you know, you gotta, it's very basic. You are what you eat. You're going to be what you consume. You know what I mean? And it's not just food. It's, you know, what you watch and, you know, what you ingest is going to affect you. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. And I think the, the thing about that is, is, like, I think you should always take time for yourself. You know, like, that one hour of the gym, you know, like, I, I go I go boxing at 5.30 and, like, I have to wake up at 4.30 and it's just like, how can I even get up? And sometimes, you know, I don't want to get up. But yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. you know what? Like, even before I even start, I'm like, oh be here but after that fucking workout you're like fuck yes like I did this for myself and it and honestly it sets literally the mood for my day like I need that I need to have that for myself and even the same thing with social media in the sense of like you know I try to limit like I'll go on like food's gone wild you know like, <laughs> oh, yeah. the funny yeah. shit they have on there you know what I mean yeah we just talked but... about it last night on last night's episode about how, 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 yeah. about how much fun I heard is. that yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fun. Dude, yeah it's you know it's the best thing like sometimes when you have you know, you have your good within your bad. And sometimes, you know, it's just, I like to limit it. And if, if I'm having a fucked up day, then I just try to go look at funny shit, you know, but sometimes too much. Yeah. Too much negative is just, it just brings your energy down and you get in that mood. Sometimes I'll be in a dope mood and then I'll be like stuck on watching like some fucked up shit, people being racist and shit. And it just like, at least brutality and stuff. And I'll just get in a funky mood and I'm like, why am I watching that? You know, I'm like, let's, yeah. let's, let's steer it to, Let's do it another way. So, you know, yeah, it's, it's like you said, it's like if you are what you, you know, like you just, you got to just chill on things like that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. And it sucks because 
that's all there is. You know what I mean? As soon as you open up Instagram or Twitter or whatever, it's front and center. You know what I mean? That's just how the media works. They put all that negative shit front and center because that's what, you know, ultimately pe- the vast majority of people want to see. They find fascinating. You know what I mean? They're, they just want to see what's going to happen next, you know? And so you really have to navigate that and be careful, you know? And that's why, like for us, you know, I feel a responsibility, whether we have people that fuck with us or not. You know what I mean? I feel a responsibility as a brand, as a podcast, to always represent us in a positive light and in a good way. So like, hey, when you come to our page, that's what you're going to find. You know what I mean? You can come here. You can feel safe. You can know it's going to be a good time. It's going to be something funny. It's going to be something helpful, something positive. You know what I mean? Because there's far too much of that negative shit out there. Yeah, way too, way too much. And that's why I love and appreciate you guys. And it's always nothing but laughs and, and good times. And yeah, there's just, there's just too much in society right now. It's just like everybody's divided, I think, and we should be united. And it's, it's a, we're going through some interesting stuff. That's all, you know, that's all I see. And it's just like, you know, I just try to limit, limit the consumption, especially like if it's news, it's just too much sometimes. But you just try to stick to the people that are like higher vibration, you know, like just good vibes all around. And I think that's what everybody needs right now. We all need to laugh. We all need to like love, and we all need to, you know, be on who's gone wild. I think yeah, just to get yeah, to get through do. the day, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do, we do, and we gotta yeah. talk. You know what I mean? That's the most important yeah. thing is that we gotta talk. We gotta let people know, like it, it's it's not just you. You know what I mean? Don't feel like you're a crazy person. Don't feel like, you know what I mean anything because i'm right there with you you know but we all just mask it you know but everybody's going through stuff and and, you know you said to go back to when you're talking about your art you know you had a teacher that discouraged you and and we have to understand as we go forward that those types of things are lasting and it affected you in a way where you took a step back from art and sure there were maybe there were other reasons but that should not have been a factor you know somebody doing that to you because had a long-term effect on you and so that's why as i go forward and again i'm not perfect but i try to carry myself you know very gentle tendered and and compassionate to people's emotions because i never want to do that to somebody you know what i mean i've done it and i wasn't proud of it and i never want to do that again i only want to build up you know so just as we get ready to wrap up you know what do you want to see as slowly but surely you know hopefully things start to open up and we start to integrate back into society you know what do you want to see for us just as you know as a people i mean to sound like a hippie but i want to see less hate you know like i feel like there's way too much fucking hate out there way too much like it's it's fucking insane like like I, I'm watching like immigration nation and I'm just like, fuck, like how could, how could something like this happen? Like aside from a lot of like political stuff, but it's just like, just this discrimination or even just like I said, there's just like, I just, just leave it as the fact that I just want everybody to just hopefully learn how to live with each other and, you know, be more positive, spread more love. And it's just, uh, especially during these crazy times, just not pandemic, but everything, all the, all the, everything we're going through, it just kind of sucks that people just seem to be kind of feeling more towards the hate and the negative stuff than the positive, you know, like it's kind of feel like a little harder to see more positive right now than it is negative. Cause that's all that seems to be seen more. And it's, it's, I just, I just hope that we can all come as people and try to make the world a better place. And, um, 
you know, learn how to love each other. Yeah, that, that's right on. And that's, you know, in line with our message and the same message we preach all day, every day. You know, it ain't no fake shit. You know what I'm saying? When you when you walk up on us, you're going to get love. You know what I mean? Because, I've again, I've given out hate. I'm done with that. You know, I don't have time for that. If you want to hate me, grab some popcorn, get comfy. You know what I mean? Do do your worst. But I'm just, I don't have the energy to, to give that back. You know what I mean? I'm about positivity and love. And I think I speak for the entire team when I say, you know, we got your back, man. And, and I thank you for doing this. I know it wasn't easy, but you killed it, man. And, and it's going to help people. You know what I mean? And it's going to give people, uh, you know, more of an insight on you. And it's only going to benefit you. But more importantly, it's, it's going to benefit others too, you know, and not just you. And, and I thank you for that. You know, you're welcome back anytime. Go ahead, give out to your uh, social media so we can get people to follow you. Well, I want to say thank you guys for having me. I fucking love you, man. You're the best. Ever since I first we we met, it was just nothing but love and fucking laughs. It was the greatest thing. And uh, I do, like I said, I miss seeing your face every day. Just fucking down the hall, Coco. You know the parking <laughs> yeah, lot. Yeah. yeah. Just like Coco. I miss it, you know. And yeah. um, you guys are nothing but positive, uh, positive vibes, and I love it. Nothing but love, and I'm, I know that you know I have contacted you when stuff's been tough and you know i thank you for that i, I thank you and I, I know there's a lot of people that you know feel the same way and i just want to thank you guys yeah of course um, and my my instagram is uh nelly jane 121 and uh yeah my name is janelle thanks for listening <laughs> right on thank you guys everybody for tuning in it was another great episode and we will see you next time thank you see you next time There you go, ladies and gentlemen, another wonderful episode. I had a good time, and yet again, I'll say what I always say, walking away better than I am when I sat down. Make sure to check us out on Instagram at Put the Stress Down Podcast, and check us out on Twitter at PTSD Pod. We'll see you next time. <laughs>